Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Flawed and Fearless Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Covert, where I hope you show up as your beautifully flawed, fearless self in your life, relationships, and your profession. Now, before we begin, make sure you click the subscribe button on your screen so you will be notified each time I post an episode. And as always, flawedandfearless.com, there are tools there that are always helpful, starting from free to memberships to personal coaching and my book. Thank you for being here today, and I look forward to talking about this topic with you. Okay, this topic has people pleasing all over it, (laughs) but I never really connected with pleasing people, those words. I didn't feel like I was trying to please people. I was trying to get to my own happiness, check you off, move on, because as long as you were happy, then I could do mine. Well, that's people pleasing. When someone else's needs are a priority over your own. So today's topic is why doing more for others doesn't mean they will love you more. That's a little hard to, at first, okay, that makes sense. But what, what controls how someone loves you? What can you do? And that is the struggle because we often think that we can do more for others and they will love or care for us more in return but this is not always true and love is not based on what you give love is based on the relationship that's built the most important people in my life have given me so much but i don't measure what they've given me i think of the times we've been together and i'm talking giving me the people that i respect the most probably have never given me a dollar. Yes, have given me gifts and vice versa as far as that, but I'm not sure if there was ever a dollar exchange. Or what I'm trying to say is that money or what you do, it's who you are that's the valuable part. And that's the part to coming to understand that. When you go to work, if you can't be 150% every day and keep doing and doing and doing, that means you're not valuable. That's the kind of thinking that will keep you in this loop. Because the truth is we cannot control how much someone else loves us or cares for us. But we can control, however, how much we love and care for ourselves. That is the priority. It's important that we take care of ourselves and set boundaries with others because that's not selfish. That is not narcissistic. That is not It just means that we're prioritizing our own well-being and happiness, which means you're taking ownership for that. So you're considered selfish. I I just want you to think about this because this was a thought that went through my mind for many years and made sense, but does not make sense anymore. So the more I did for my kids, the more they would love me. So the more I did for them, again, I'm repeating that, the more I do for my children, do you understand how that turns into a helicopter mom. It turns into kids going out and not knowing how to do things. By loving my kids, doing everything for them was not was not going to create a relationship between us that was respectful. It would be, hey, I went out in the world. I didn't know how to do this. Or hey, this person showed me this. So in the end of life, or when you grow up and you're saying, oh, well, that person showed me how to do this. That person showed me. Do you remember the people that did stuff for you or the people that taught you the teachers of your life or the people that did things for you and told you what to do no they were there by your side as you experienced life 
So self-love, self-care, self-liking yourself, doing things for yourself to be happy is not being selfish. It is not narcissistic. It's about taking responsibility of your own happiness and your own emotional needs. Aren't you doing everyone around you a favor that they don't have to be responsible of you being happy? That they don't have to keep to a certain level to make sure they take care of their happiness and yours too? And doesn't that free you? That is not in your control. It's not your responsibility to make anyone else happy. And I know that that is difficult because... I have lived with people that were unhappy. Your your energy of loch is is bringing me down. Well, that's what you work on. You work on, okay, well, being around this person, I need to even be higher. Or I go for a walk when that person's home. There are ways. Survivors is a mindset of, I want to feel better. I need to feel better. I need this person to feel better so I can feel better. No, it's... When you switch that mindset and you become that flawed and fearless mindset, you see that and go, okay, well, this person is kind of in a cranky mood and continuous. You know, I have put myself and done other things away from them, but it's time to talk. And instead of, I don't want to get that far that I'm like, okay, now I'm frustrated. No, it's when I come to, and this would be my husband, my children. Hey, so you seem a little, you know, is anything going on you want to talk about? No. Okay. Well, you don't seem happy. I'm just saying that you can be honest with people. I've had this conversation. You don't seem happy. And I understand that, but what can you do to help yourself be happy? Because you're kind of bringing everybody else down. And, And if you want to be unhappy, then go, like, go do that. I afford myself days, and I heard this from my friend, her mother, great advice when she was younger. You get one day, do it, feel it, be sad about it, but then the next day you get up. And that's it. Give yourself permission to, here you go. You want to be mad? You want to be unhappy? Then go do that. But don't be in the center place where everyone is and be this kind of linger in the background. You know what I mean? Like we all get into a mood, feel it, but choose to not bring other people down. Choose to be upfront about it. Hey, not feeling that great today. But again, that's a work for me. I have to work at going, okay, I am not responsible. I'm not responsible. Me getting angry and someone else in a bad mood. Why would I do that? That's their life. Would I want somebody to be angry if I was in a bad mood? No, it has nothing to do with them. Well, it has nothing to do with me. And if it does, then talk to me about it. I can't read minds and I don't want to. Because if I'm sitting here reading your mind, then who's running my body? Who's making decisions for me? Not me. Just on autopilot. And I'm not cool with that. Thinking that other people are more important than you or you need other people to be happy so you can be happy or giving people more and doing things for more so they can love and care for you more is keeping you stuck. It's keeping you serving other people and you coming up raw and not filled. I always remember seeing the Beavid to Cleaver and the, I'm trying to remember the other one, the Brady Bunch, where they had the maid, the helper, the mom, all these kind of things. And I remember being like, well, she, there's no way. I mean, like, at least she shares the responsibilities. No wonder they're happy. They don't have to do it all. Well, we don't have to do it all either. Just because you're not sharing the responsibilities with everyone doesn't mean you have to do them all. That's a choice. With children, with adults, with, I mean, people with disabilities, anything. We all have what we can do and what we can't do, but it's not your job to do more so they love you. That's going to keep you from being successful. That's going to keep you in 
financial where you're just holding tight because how can you get yourself to success because you're always putting somebody else as a priority? It is not narcissistic or selfish to love yourself a little bit more. It's a have to do it. Working to love myself a little bit more is one has been one of the most eye-opening muscles that I ever learned how to do in my life. And I say that by muscle because I believe that we have tons of things in our minds that we think and have been told and have seen and have heard. Well, now it's time to on purpose drown those out because they're not working. If I have always had a philosophy that you need to take care of your kids, if something goes wrong, if something goes bad, it's your responsibility. You did nothing about it. You didn't prepare ahead. And that's how I used to feel. Well, now I'm like, okay, my responsibility is to, to help them. And my helping is to help them help themselves. So yes, it's faster to do things myself. Yes, sometimes I'm really happy to help, but that's where my limit stops. I have to decide each decision, each step as it goes. And that's what it is. You're not putting a blanket and saying, I am not going to do anything for anyone else anymore, but you're not going to do in hopes that they love or value you more. If you got a phone call and says, I need help right now, can you help me go do this? And you had other things that you need to do. So if you go do this for them, uh, your whole plan of relaxing now is going to be derailed because now your errands are going to be done at another time. Are you comfortable taking care, helping them in their emergency and no one helping you in yours? You can say, I, I mean, there's emergencies. There's, I mean, I have to tell myself and say, okay, blood is an emergency. Someone is lost maybe, but I have to define like life or death is an emergency. I'm not saying we want to get there. But when someone calls me and tells me they have an emergency, I have to remember that their lack of planning or their mishap that just happened isn't mine. And am I okay helping them with their emergency and being alone as I pick up the pieces for myself tomorrow instead of having that day of chill, that day that was going to fill me? Am I okay not being a filled mom and maybe having a lower patience level? By helping that other person out? If it's no, then it's no. And that doesn't mean there's always a way. Or always. You know, you can help a friend out. Hey, let me finish my chores and then I'll come help you. Hey, can someone help me out and I'll help them out? You do and decide do you need to help them or do you want to help them? And if you want to help them, you want to. That means it's filling you up. You are not leaving that resentful angry. You're walking away feeling filled and happy because in the long run, loving ourselves a little bit more than everyone else allows us to have a healthier relationship with others because we know our worth and we won't settle for less than we deserve. And you won't expect them to settle less. You'll know to plan ahead because you don't want to call someone else in an emergency when you just didn't feel like planning or something kind of fell through. Or you don't ask people to push or do something further than and put them in a situation where say tomorrow they're going to be might be resentful because they helped you, but you didn't help them. Now, you know, do you ever get a situation where you help someone and then, oh, you're making those errands on the next day because they needed you. And then you text them or something and they say, oh, I'm just relaxing on the couch, taking the day off. Yesterday was so accomplishing. Well, great. It was for you. And do you ever want to say something and go, well, can you come help me? Well, that. Ask them, 
Well, I'm so grateful. Anyway, Yona, help me out today. I kind of pushed my stuff to today. Whatever it is, you have to decide what you want. And I believe one of the huge exercises or action step that you can take is to take some time to reflect on the practices you have with yourself. What is, there's this song by Colby Calais, Try, and I always think of it in this moment. Are you trying to impress other people? Are you trying to impress other people and get them to like you, value you more, think you're wonderful, or at least love you and not go anywhere? But you lack in any value in yourself? Do you look in the mirror and put yourself down? Even if someone comes and value you, you will never, you'll always be, but why? But why? I remember because, you know, I'm originally from Pennsylvania, Jersey area. And uh, I remember coming into this industry and being like, but why are these people giving this free? I don't understand. Excuse me. Why would you give it free? And this girl, I mean, I really, I'm like, I don't understand. What's the catch? And she's like, there is no catch. I'm not sure what you mean. And this was, you know, my Jersey kind of mindset. Like nobody gives anything for free. Mm -mm, There's always a catch. Come on. And she wasn't thinking it that way. And it, it brought me so much clarity that that was something that I realized that I needed to look at and see why, why was I getting, what were you afraid that giving away free was like a catch? No. And I realized later, and just like this, why would I do a podcast week after week? And there's no money on this. It is to create and find my, the people that I connect with. I think it was David Goggin that said you'd rather have a thousand people or a hundred people in his, in his life that he really knew and connected with than to have a million people following him that had no idea who he was, that really didn't connect with him in any way. By doing even the podcast that we do, this is very therapeutic for me as well. So I get to create my tribe. I get to connect with people that value and find, I value me and value what I'm saying, that my honesty is helping them to find their flawed and fearless self. There's always a giving and receiving, but is it in a positive nature or is it a negative nature? If you are doing something like the podcast, or if I'm helping a neighbor out, it has to be a feeling of giving and receiving in a positive way. You don't want to give too much and be resentful because you're left with a negative feeling. Don't give your last dollar and then feel like you have nothing now you need. That is not the intention. You don't give to others and come up empty. So practicing and going through and seeing how you talk. And that's what I was saying about the try song. She was saying how much, okay, so you impress all these people. You wore those clothes. You try, try, try to impress those people. But whose are the voices you're alone? When you're going to bed, when you wake up in the morning, is their voice in there or is that yours? Have you impressed them enough? Because the voice in your head that you're waking up to, going to bed to, sitting down for a moment and being alone, that's your voice. Work to impress you. Don't work to impress other people or have them do what you can so they're on board with you. Why? So they may or may not have a good day. So they may or may not be happy. As long as you are happy, you will be more influential to them. So determine what are things that are kind of holding you back. Is it, are you talking bad about yourself? Are you looking in the mirror and insulting yourself? 
Are you doing anything positive for yourself? Do you have a routine of, as I said about brushing my teeth or washing your face? Is there any routine that you do? Do you do that for you? Are you doing that just for everybody else to impress everyone else? You gotta prioritize yourself a little more each day. Just a little. Not much. Just a little. Because by loving yourself just a little bit more, that's when happiness starts to begin. Not just for you, others as well. I promise you'll be a huge example to others and you will not be narcissistic. That's not who you are. If you go too far on something because you are thinking of yourself, then you can say to someone, and that's the part of the apologies, I'm sorry, I don't apologize people for who I am. I am sorry that what I did made you feel that way. That's the innocence of kids. If I'm reading a book or doing something and they can't get my immediate attention, sometimes they're sad. And I'm like, what's going on? You're ignoring me. And I'm like, no, no, no. I was just reading a book. I wasn't reading to to on purpose hurt you, but me reading a book shouldn't hurt you. So let's, let's be okay with that. Why do you think I would hurt you? Let's talk about that. Not anything. What triggered that feeling? Because I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> you got me for life, kid. Uncovering all those really help because there really is nothing. I'm reading a book. There's no intention to that, but there's something that he feels and that's important to me. I don't need to worry about apologizing or focusing on whether I'm doing something wrong or right. Factual. Is reading a book hurting someone? No, but there could be other factors. Are you being mean? Are you upset? Like, I'm not saying that that couldn't be done in a mean, manipulative way, but you and I are not those kind of people. Trust in yourself enough that thinking of yourself is not selfish or narcissistic and take those actions to really start taking care of yourself just a little bit at a time. Don't forget to visit flawedandfearless.com for ways I can help you unleash your 2.0 version of yourself, the better version of yourself. You can find free tools. You can find links to coaching. You can find links to a club where we connect as a group with our tribe and heal together side by side, but also my book and other resources to connect with me. I hope you have a great day and I look forward to spending more time with you next week. Bye.